He thought he was hemmed in by circumstance, and so he became, so that even when the circumstance dissipated of its own accord, he still could not stir away from his own conception of his position. He harbored a resentment toward his mother until it grew within him, in the form of a tumor, to end his life, even as he was wishing his life ended through his own attitudes of defeat. Conceptual habits of the conscious mind are the greatest bar to man's discovery of himself. The same power brings both good and evil. If you have engaged in competitive athletics, you have seen a sign on the locker room wall that read, A team that won't beat can't be beat. And you know that a team that understood the meaning of that sign was a winner. If you are a businessman, you have heard it said, Think big, do big. And you know that the men who operate on this premise do big things. If you are a member of a family, you have seen the power of faith work miracles in an illness, in financial insecurity, in birth, in death, in all of life's events. If you are a member of an organized religion, you have seen the tremendous power of prayer. If you have ever in your life been faced with a crisis, you know the calm inner self you have turned to in a flash, which has rewarded you with an answer in an instant. Everyone has experienced this power to some degree. It is not so securely locked away that each human being does not touch it during some period of his life. Yet, strange to say, the vast majority of humanity shrug it off as perhaps only a fortunate circumstance, a coincidence, a piece of good luck. It is important for you to remember, every day of your life, that the same power that brings you good fortune brings you bad fortune, and it does so according to how you use it. The only reason it brings so little good fortune to the great mass of people is that they do not know it exists. Use it but sparingly, and you use it the wrong way. Their conceptions of themselves are locked into the subconscious mind, and just as surely as the earth rotates, their futures are mapped out according to these conceptions and thoughts. The only way they can become free to achieve success and happiness and health is to arrive at truth, unlock the lock, discover the key. The mind that never sleeps. Perhaps you do not know or truly understand that the mind of a man is not alone memory and reason such as he exerts when in a conscious active state. There is in a man a mind that never sleeps, that is constantly active with untold reservoirs that have never yet been plumbed, a mind of such infinite capacity and power that it could not possibly belong to one man alone. This is the subconscious mind, as sharply delineated from the conscious mind. The advent of psychiatry has told us a good deal about this subconscious mind. We know, for instance, that his memory is perfect, not just for important facts, but for every shade and detail and scene ever experienced. The skilled psychiatrist can run back twenty years in a patient's subconscious, eliciting a scene from him when he was six years old, and lo, the scene unfolds with color, sound, and detail such as could not be recorded on photographic film. A bird's song faint on the summer air, 
the soft rustle of maple leaves drying on the grass, the distant rumble of a train, the grimace of a countenance, the movement of a person, words, inflections, all exact even to emotional impact. And yet here is a scene that the conscious mind had long forgotten. Probing the Subconscious Psychiatry, concerned with restoring people to mental health, has run back along the time track of the subconscious mind, probing for emotional sore spots, then exposing them to the patient's conscious mind so that he can rationally judge how trivial they are. Varying degrees of success have been achieved in the restoration of mental health by such methods and certainly enough to have merited the procedure. Sometimes, alas, disaster has occasioned when a serious rejection of the conscious mind has been elicited from the...